Geeks be with you. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Geek Orthodox. I'm Aaron and incredibly concerned. I'd be impressed if you weren't. And also concerned back. So I guess there's a little of that going around. Then you're also Jared. Oh yeah, that's true. It is Jared. We, sh- we should always be concerned when it comes to Jared. I mean, you make a valid point. Yes, he does. The other voice you hear is our guest for today, who has been in five question mark episodes. Uh, please welcome Emily. Hello. This is our sixth, and she is chief in the running for replacing me as co-host. <laughs> that is the plan. Although, why would you monologue and make me aware of it? That's so cliche. I don't know. I felt you like sly it. dog. You got me monologuing. <laughs> and uh, we are going to be monologuing, trilogging, dia. Uh, I don't know. We're going to be logging about <laughs> villains and what makes a great villain. We are finishing up our trilogy of episodes on great storytelling. And, yeah. We're not lumberjacks, though, so the logging could be very strange. Sigh. <laughs> That's one. Dang. <laughs> Alright, so, Jared, what do you have to start off today's discussion? Well, first off, if you all have a pun counter, I'm gonna break it. I'll take it as a personal challenge. Yeah, that's probably true. That's fair. So if we want to talk about villains... The first thing we usually want to talk about is their schemes, their raison d'etre. Their machinations that have laid undetected for years. I am a master of deception. (laughs) And usually it's about the quality of their schemes. Like, why are they doing this? Is it for spite? Petty revenge? Just because they're megamaniacal dictators with more than one character trait? Just kidding, they don't have that character trait. (laughs) Character trait? Never heard of her. (laughs) Who's she? Never heard of her. <laughs> That's the joke. That's the one. But as a general rule, there are people whose schemes are divided into I'm doing this because I'm evil. Fear me. Fight me. You have to. I'm evil. People whose schemes generally credit. have a basis in reality, but their priorities are a little skewed because they jump to the overcomplicated evil machinations instead of, like, you know, going into the system. It doesn't usually work. It takes time, but... It can work. Yeah. And then I feel like the two main kind of categories of villains, obviously not everyone will fit into those, are, like Jared said, the ones who are just evil for the sake of being evil and the ones who have those tragic backstories. Not necessarily tragic, just something that pushed them into giving up their moral code like someone with a very bad mentor could easily lapse into being evil without any second thoughts syndrome oh yes trauma (laughs) (laughs) not necessarily but like if one person is traumatized and chooses to become evil and influential and charismatic they can influence those who are inconvenienced into becoming like not just minions but partners and sidekicks and whatnot yeah i mean we have syndrome who was your nemesis and Oh, brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have Syndrome, who was, became disillusioned by, you know, you can't trust anyone, especially your heroes, and basically went on the path to the dark side. Because... He leads to the dark side. Yeah. 
The dark side leads to the dark side. I thought the dark side leads to cookies. No, that's what they have. That's how oh, they okay. get you. It's their selling point. <laughs> cookies. Behold, our evil machinations, thin mints. That's a Because when they're feeling argument. dangerous, they eat a second cookie. To be fair, thin mints are a strong argument. I mean, that would sway me. Might already have. How to defeat Jared. Thin mints. <laughs> no, it's my weakness. How did you know? This is impossible. I cannot be defeated. <laughs> Alas, Don't put I your weakness on a public podcast. Quiet, you. Go back to being vanquished. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As a reference, you'll have to catch on the reference list, which is in the Discord. Which is a place that, may I tell you, is fantastic. Like the Stargazer Lounge. Actually, you know, we're trying to make a villain thing. If the Stargazer Lounge is the heroes, I would be like, hmm, the... The Night Gazer Lounge. Yes. Coming soon to Disney Minus. <laughs> How many of these are we trying to get out? We're just knocking out all of them real quick. All of them right now, and then just scatter them throughout the episode. Not all of them. We still have one. Hashtag Minor Deets. That's it. Hey, you got it. You said the thing. Yes, he said this thing. Jared gave me the assist. <laughs> Goal plus 100. <laughs> We've been playing too much Rocket League. That is true. Really? I couldn't tell by the amount of Rocket League references y'all are making. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember uh, a few months ago where I had a phase where I was just binge-watching all the Super Carlin Gaming Rocket Leagues? Yes. Yes. And I watched like 50 of them in a week or two. Yes. (laughs) That checks, that checks. It was not good. (laughs) How many school projects did you miss on that one? <laughs> no, I didn't miss anything. I just, I made it work. This is basically how my first semester worked. I would procrastinate, but I somehow made it work. Welcome to my life. That's fair. I don't know how. That's fair. I just, like, there's this one class where I just got incredibly lucky. That's all it was. I think I remember that. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. But sometimes that's just how it be. You get that good RNG. You get the misfires, Luigi. You get the nine as Mr. Game & Watch. What? You haven't played enough Smash Bros. Apparently not. I have not played enough, no. Why am I the only one here? This is all I play, I just don't, I just don't play this enough. This was a random encounter. I was under level four. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Are you underleveled or are we underleveled, Aaron? Probably the <laughs> latter. That's what I thought. Was it like a step ladder? Like, why are we climbing? I'm climbing up the mountain. I'm climbing. It's the climb. You're just nodding your head. <laughs> just let him go with their reference. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing good. I don't understand it, but you're doing good. Keep it up. Keep it up. You're doing you. great, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on doing something I don't understand. Yay. Constant mood. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right. So, Jared, you have notes. What notes do you have? I think I can sing up to about a G on a, a decent day. Sometimes I can hit an A. Oh, please. I've heard you sing a B flat. Call That's me. a minor detail. Hush. Hashtag, Hashtag minor, minor deeds. <laughs> hmm. Ah. We're going to have to talk at some point in this episode about the twist villains. Bom, bom, bom. Ooh. <laughs> we can't say it because then it won't be a twist. 
But the, how else are we going to know what to dance? Like, I don't want to do the Macarena. I want to do the twist. I can mash potato. Sounds delicious. It took me a sec. Like, that line came to my head, but it took me a second to remember what song that was actually from. Do you love me? Yeah, I got that far. <laughs> Figured it out, but it, it took me a hot second. That's about 14 miles. What do you mean? That's, that's a hot minute. Sorry. That's an, Yeah, that's a hot minute. That's so an inside joke. Divided we by were, 60. We were miles. on a road trip one time, and I said, someone was like, how far do we need to go? I was like, just give me a hot minute. A All hot right. second is 1,232 feet. Thank you, calculator. That's about a yard. Wait. No. That's about... Hold on. <laughs> Excuse Hold you. On. <laughs> Hang on. That I is many yards. I, I went for inches. That is about 410 here. yards. My so brain a couple went of to inches, fields. I think. Maybe my brain went to... I don't know. I think your brain just went off, Chief. <laughs> Go off, why don't you? Yeah, that's that's probably true. This is coming from the one who thought 20 years ago was 1990, so... Shh. They don't even know that. But they do. <laughs> it's just a random encounter I was underleveled for. <laughs> exactly. That's going to be a thing now. Like I said, I can do Algebra 2, I just can't do basic math. And the other way around. I got basic math, but algebra, forget it. It's like you're over-specialized towards the complicated things. Like, wait. Yeah, I don't know. I was going yeah, there. I don't know where we're going. Anyways. So, we're talking about, like, what? Saturday morning cartoon villains? Something like that. Talk to us about Saturday morning cartoon villains. Alright, so what I have written down is that their main personality trait is being evil. There's usually not very much of a complicated reason for them to be evil. Or mm-hmm. if there is, it's just kind of like a side... Yeah. thing that doesn't get much investment because their main purpose is to be there, be evil, and be a vanquishable target for the heroes. Mm-hmm. Vanquish is a great word. It definitely is. Yeah. The shh and the It breathes like Egyptian cotton. What is that a reference to? The Incredibles. Thank you. I was going to say, I'm like, it's from something. <laughs> yeah, I know. My room to Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Reason. So, the thing about Saturday morning cartoon villains is that they're usually episodic, meaning mm-hmm. that they're there for one episode, they get beaten, and we barely ever see them again. But there are those who ascend beyond their station that can become recurring villains. Seen him before, you're gonna see him soon. He's recurring raccoon. But recurring villains usually either take one of two paths they get more development and build up to being the big bad evil guy for the story, or they become more sympathetic through the course of their fighting and sympathetic to the heroes or to we the audience more sympathetic to them technically both i would say like like some recurring villains can become like last minute heroes or at least yeah. anti-heroes it's like in that last episode of Just league unlimited yeah that checks yeah they all had to fight on the same team but that's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend at least for now yeah that sounds vaguely familiar. I kind it's, of It's a good that. storytelling convention to have your heroes and villains team up against a threat that's going to just take everyone out. It's a good way to force people together, create interesting interactions. Yeah. The thing is about, like, for Saturday morning cartoon villains, I mean, the age of Saturday morning cartoons is kind of over, but when they were still intact, they were, well, really extremely cliche. Would you consider a Scooby-Doo in that category? That's something different that I'm going to touch on later, but okay. they were, I guess, some of the original like cartoon shows that i'm pretty sure they're on saturday mornings 90 percent sure and this was before the sort of meta of storytelling evolved 
where being cliche wasn't looked down upon Mm -hmm. because the cliches were still forming in a sense. And with all the widespread stories we wanted to tell and with just becoming a more competitive market, there's a lot of, well, the stories that make the top have to be more diverse and nuanced, Mm -hmm. which wasn't a concern when things like Scooby-Doo were being first aired. Yeah, that checks out. That's fair. Was that a philosophical tangent? Ish. I'll take half credit. That's just a tangent, just in general. Yes. You were halfway on the soapbox. <laughs> you said you were like I'm... perching on the soapbox. With one I'm a foot Riker on, on the soapbox. <laughs> no, Riker is more like like all the way one over. Foot. Just one foot. Just one foot, and like, the other is just is levitating. <laughs> Maybe. I used my Discord profile picture used to be a random picture of me just doing that on a chair in. I don't even know. I don't even remember why. I just did. Let me see if I can find that picture. Real quick. <laughs> Please. We'll leave it in the oh reference list. It's like the mandatory Google break. Keep holding on, cause you know, make it through, make it through. Just stay That's my strong. That's not going to help me find the picture. No, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. <laughs> uh... Nothing you can say. Nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. <laughs> well, Jared's still a villain. What else is new? What else is new? Yeah, I've been uh, a villain this entire time. My magnesium's land detected for years. Let's see here. Put it in the uh, reference list. No, I'm sending it to Emily. Discord. But we will put it in the reference list. Churn, direct messages. I talk to too many people on Discord. Hey, uh, there's not much such thing as having too many friends. Here we go. Look, a message from Aaron. I'm shocked. Shocking. Wow. Shocking. Wow. <laughs> I told you. That's great. It's glorious. I, lo- I love the hoodie tied around your neck. Uh-huh. Like a That's cape. how I wear my sweatshirts. I do that too. It's fun. It makes you feel kind of heroic, <laughs> even when I can never be, for I'm a villain. It is fun. I'll give you that. So I think where the discussion was leading before we got off on the Instagram gents... <laughs> Instagram gent. I mean, it That's kind horrible. of is. It, it definitely is. <laughs> Much like my soul. Mwahaha. We were talking about like villain cliches, I think. That's what we were leading up to. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. So what are those villain cliches? I feel like those, those Scooby-Doo villains that are just twist villains for the sake of being twist villains mm-hmm. has just been done to death. I've seen twist villains done well in some cases. Such as... Flash season one and two comes to mind. I was going to say. Wells, Wells, Wells. That's, no, you're bad. Uh, we know this. I, I don't How like bad uh, uh, can I be? I'm just doing what comes naturally. That movie is honestly not bad. It's not. <laughs> it's not terrible, but uh, the fandom, fair, we don't talk about that. I don't want to know. You, you really don't. <laughs> Jared's just glaring at me like <laughs> <laughs> alright we have we have one brain cell and in that moment I had it <laughs> three of us but one brain cell never have I heard anything more accurate that I felt insulted by <laughs>
I love our shared brain cell. <laughs> <laughs> we were on like villain cliches. Something like that. Um, but yeah, twist villains can be done well. But when you're just like, whoa, this person was the villain. What? What? It's totally Uh-oh. not like they dropped hints 20 times by like cutting away and having them do an evil yeah. laugh like a million times. Like, like, there's a difference between foreshadowing knew? and just basically telling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know the villain is evil, but the characters don't, that's one thing, because then it's a character-based twist. Mm-hmm. And then that's just dramatic irony, but it can be used well. Mm-hmm. But if you find a way to make a character that's the villain without anyone knowing, whether it's the audience or the characters, it can come kind of out of left field. Mm-hmm. So you have to be subtle enough to drop hints that some of your more critically thinking readers can catch on. But you also have to, I think, in the with this story metagame, you have to create maybe a red herring that everyone believes is the twist villain, but then have them not be the twist yeah. villain. Have it be someone else. Hashtag misdirection. <laughs> Who's she? Never heard of her. <laughs> this is a this is a true story. One time I was. This was, like, you know, five or so years ago. I was writing a story in which the the main, like, twist villain, his name was uh, Mr. Action. I thought I was so clever. I don't know what's worse, that or Jared's puns. Mm. I have more frequency, but that was just I, terrible. I say with love. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's I fair. was not the brightest bulb at eleven. Neither was I, so it's fine. Neither was Thunderhead. <laughs> Thunderhead was not the brightest bulb. Thunderhead, okay. Eat. You can't generalize. Met the man. Express elevator. Dinosaur. Snag on takeoff. Splashdown. Sucked into a vortex. Nuggets. Fine. I will also fix the hobo suit. <laughs> that, move, that is the best Pixar movie. Oh, straight facts. Yeah. Or just general facts. We don't want to discriminate. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. My B. My bad. No, no, no. That wasn't a bad. That was just me taking things too literally again. Yeah. I was going then... along with it, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could go ahead and talk about villains and redemption arcs. Oh boy, that's a hot topic. That's rough, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good lead-in to one of the prime targets of redemption arcs, which is our boy, the Flamio boy Zuko. Which, he, we call him the Flamio boy, but he never actually said Flamio. Did we ever actually Google that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was only like, they only said Flamio Aang for like one episode. Yeah. It was Aang and uh, the, the headband. Thank you. Aang Couldn't and then there. Sokka at the end. I got every other episode except that. I know he said, hello, Zuko here. Why didn't, why did I tell them I hired an assassin? Why didn't I tell them Azula did that? They would have believed that. Stupid. <laughs> Zuko, you must look inside yourself, yourself to, to save yourself from your, from your other self. self. Only, only then will your true self reveal itself. itself. Do you know what that reminded me of? You can't be teed off once you've teed off. That's what they say. <laughs> Boy, the reference list is going to be packed. Oh, yeah. Definitely. 
At least it's not with Revenge of the Sith this That's time. That's tattered in a can of sardines. <laughs> At least it's not Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> oh, don't worry. There's still time. Oh, definitely. Not to worry. We're still flying half an episode. <laughs> Alright, so the redemption arc thing ties back into just sympathetic villains in general. Where the reader can relate to them in some aspect. Mm-hmm. Whether it's just like showing basic... What did I write down? More basic empathy than your average bear? Yes, your <laughs> average bear. <laughs> Saturday morning cartoon villain. That's what the acronym was for. I was confused. Uh, Why did I just write letters down? <laughs> what am I trying to say to myself? Is this in code? <laughs> that, that's an... Jerry just an writes in code acronym. he doesn't understand. No, Jerry no writes in code I don't understand. Not even me. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just wanted to know who's on first. Who is on first? What? what is on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. Clarification. I'm not. Stay out of the infield. <laughs> Third base. <laughs> that sketch is just so good. Also good Abbott and Costello one is the, uh, sometimes 13 equals 28. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why sketches are there, to draw inspiration from. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a yeah. thinker. That took a second there. Yeah, I'm like, I was going to say, whenever Jared makes a pun, Emily, you like take a second, and I don't know if that's lag or if you no, just no. have to process it. No, I, I use it's the brain cell for the pun, but then I have to give it up so y'all can get it. Yeah. It's it takes both? me a second, though. My brain is like, wait, what did he just say? And then my brain lags along with the computer lag. Error 404, brain cell not found. <laughs> Our single brain cell just has to take a second to realize what he says with the puns. The face when your brain is an amoeba, but it has to swim all the way to the other brains. That's why it takes so long. That's why we get laggy. Uh, clearly. Little sucker's fast, but not that fast. He tries his best. We're very proud of our brain cell. I don't even know where this conversation has gone. I don't either. So, our flamio boy Zuko. Um, he starts out as this incredibly determined fiery boy like the angry boy <laughs> angry a-n-g-e-r-y like there was that bit where he was cosplaying as a demon guy with swords but even then he <laughs> was still devoted to capturing the avatar <laughs> cosplaying as a demon guy with swords <laughs> i mean am i wrong though no <laughs> no but technically it would be a dragon boy with swords uh, it's more of an oni mask isn't it i don't know don't they call him the blue dragon? It's more of a at the bottom of Lake Laogai mask now. I humbly reject his invitation. <laughs> but yeah, as we see him grow as a character, he comes to realize that honor is not something that can be given or taken away. Wait, wait, wait. You make wait. your own. Avatar spoilers. Sorry, guys. Just, just getting that out there. Yeah. In case you haven't watched Avatar, what are you doing? Get your life together. Um, I should go home and rethink my life. (laughs) But, yeah. He realizes that honor is not something that can be given or taken away. You make your own honor. 
You light the spark of honor in yourself, and it burns to fruition. What? I tried to be all poetic. You were not. Well, excuse you. <laughs> You're not excused. You don't understand my genius. Uh, what genius? Well, damn, I've been called out. <laughs> <laughs> He's only genius at making puns. Let him be, Aaron. That, that, that is my area of expertise. That was my <laughs> niche of specialization. Just puns. Your niche of... <laughs> No, God is not dead. <laughs> For I am the God of this world. <laughs> I love the pity head pat that you gave him. <laughs> that was sad. Uh... But I know that the potential problem of redemption arcs is um... having it seem organic. Well, no. What I was gonna say is like, if I'm just gonna use Shira. Shira spoilers. Gasp. Um with Shadow Weaver. Some people could see that as like forgiving your abuser and it's like they've done a lot of bad things. We're really offering them this chance. Yeah. And this also goes applies to shows like Friendship is Magic. If we want to jump into that where a lot of the villains are hit by a friendship demon suddenly they're oh so cheery. Mm-hmm. But are they really though? Is this really okay? Like, Yell tried to, like, end the world or something. Why are you just here chilling and having tea with us? I've never watched that, so I have no clue what any of that was about. Well, what? take it from me. There's a lot of friendship game shenanigans. <laughs> yes. Orbital Friendship Laser, I think like, the joke is. we had a friend of our mom's over who had a small child, and that's how we started watching Friendship is Magic. And then I got into it, and then I got Jared <laughs> into it. It was a weird time. It's hard in my to life. say no to a small child. Have you ever tried? It's 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 downright infuriating. Uh yes, it's actually not that hard. You just tell them no. <laughs> just suck it up. That's not possible. I work it's possible in to learn this power. That was something I a person say no could do. A lot. <laughs> Is it possible to learn this power? Um yeah, work in children's ministries. <laughs> they start being loud. You're just like shut up. <laughs> Teach me. Take away the game Master time. Master Perry, ripple dissolves. <laughs> be flat. Yes, I know. No, I mean, I'll be flat. Oh. <laughs> I'll just face test. It was not pleasant. <laughs> you were like face phoned. I don't need to know that. They do now. Well, oh, darn it. I'll just cut it then. Do I have that power? I don't know if I do. I don't know. Depends on Figure who it out. Is. I didn't change your Discord permissions. So. <sighs> How dare you. Can't cut things out in post. <laughs> but what if I learn carpentry? <laughs> then I can cut things out of the post. What? Learning, like carpentry? I, like... I'm, oh, carpentry. I, I missed the first part of that joke, and so I was confused. You would do that. You're just going to keep whittling me away with these puns. Whittling away at your standing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so many puns. Way too many. Way too many, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Glares at Jared. <laughs> I've become a meme.
your Jedi mind tricks don't work on me. <laughs> I'm a Droidarian! <laughs> <laughs> no, they won't! <laughs> there they are. <laughs> oh, there you are, Star Wars references. <laughs> there was up like, I don't think anyone can do Perry except D. Bradley Baker. Maybe Frank Welker, I mean, maybe. He did Totoro. But yeah, Jared, what else you got for us? If we're talking about, like, redemption arc villains, they're probably an offshoot of sympathetic villains, which I started to go into, but then we got off track, as yes. we are wont to do. As usual. So sympathetic villains, as I said, are someone you can relate to more than normal, whether they have a tragic past or backstory that you can feel pity for, or they start as a hero but have a descent into madness and or villainy that feels organic. It makes you wonder what might have been if they had chosen to stay on the side of heroism, how much good they could have done. But alas. I mean, someone like that is Azula, even though she was never really on the side of heroes. And she, never will be. Like, she could have been, but yeah. instead she took the path to madness. And refused to accept that things weren't going her way and made her, I guess, power, bid for power on the premise, basis of fear and... We know those never work out because eventually someone starts unfearing you and then other people start unfearing you and then it's just a whole mess that unfearing? you have to cover. I know what I said. I know what you said too, but it doesn't make sense. I know that. You think that'll stop me? Maybe. How? This is Jared. He, he, he likes not making sense. <laughs> I Fine. You can't someone understands. <laughs> I have like three main... Um, uh, subsections that's the one thank you for like a sympathetic villain and oh, my subsections thank you monty <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is what the redemption arcs fall into which is learned sympathy where the person starts out as probably laughably generically evil but then over time we see why they became that and why they lost themselves and then we start mm -hmm. to feel sympathy for them over time yeah there's the false sympathy which is kind of what azula is where there are some things that make you feel sympathetic for how things went down, but in the end, they're kind of irredeemable, whether through their own actions or their refusal to accept reality. Yeah, that's fair. Then the other is a gradual decrease in sympathy, where they start out as being a sympathetic character that you can understand, but they use that as a crutch or an excuse to do things more and more ridiculous until you realize you can't like that character anymore. Or they just start... Without with a nice moral compass, but they gradually lose it over time mm -hmm. as they become the second magnets. <laughs> you got there. I'm charging <laughs> you for that fun. I only want positive feedback, not negative feedback. There's not much I can do with polarity, so I quit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this conversation really went south. Alright, let's ask our audience. We'll create a poll. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We just kept going. <laughs> they just gravitate towards you. All the other men <laughs> at Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> For that one, yeah, but we can actually talk some more about villains now. What? Who does I think that? our I think our shared we brain cell just to, really likes really likes tangents or shared brain cell like i mean there was this one like all right so yes tangent but also about tangent hold on so 
back in like high school, I wanted to create this like universe with superheroes. Okay. One of them I distinctly remember could have any power, but only one at a time. Okay. And the hero name I chose was Tangent. So they could go off on like a flying tangent and then have the ability to fly, or they could die of super strength, but only that. And it was just an interesting concept for a character. I think it's been done, but I do like it. I believe that's called Rogue. No, that's different. She steals powers. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, just clearing my throat. All right, so what else do I have in my notes? I don't know. What do you have in your notes? There was something that we foreshadowed earlier, but never really got into. Twist villains? Twist villains! Dun, bum, dun, bum, bum. <laughs> We're off key. This is garbage. It's twist. Shh. It's fine. Twist villains do get a bad rap, though. <laughs> because they're just so, so common nowadays. People try to do them to sound... I guess storytellers make twist villains to try and bamboozle the readers... Like, ha, I got you. There's no way you would have expected this. But then either they do, and it means nothing. It's like, oh, okay, I guess that guy's the villain now. Cool. It's not exactly important. It has no stake. Or it's just, they, it's so easy to see. Anyone could see it coming, and they're like, oh, yeah, I guess you did that. That's cool. Nice. Mm -hmm. And Disney has been doing a lot of twist villains recently. Glares at Frozen. Like, I mean, a lot, a lot. Yeah. And I mean, maybe I'm just bad at theories, but like a lot of them I don't really see coming. But also I'm bad at seeing things coming. I mean, I'm I, when I watch a movie, sometimes I just turn my brain off so I can be more easily surprised yeah. by whatever twists come off. It's like, oh, huh, neat. I feel cool. like King Pretty. Candy was a good one. Oh, that was definitely good. fairly good. And like the way his character was used... Where the audience could see the twist coming, but the characters couldn't. That's always nice. Well, I didn't see yeah. it coming. But. Or, like, once it was revealed, like, they went into the code and literally edited things and had mm -hmm. Steve and Elope's name off in the distance. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, Teka also wasn't bad. It, that's not exactly a twist villain, but it's more a of a twist Twist unvillain? <laughs> twist reveal. Yeah, fair enough. Like, when I shared my, uh, Twitter profile. <laughs> Twist reveal. No one saw that coming. Well, you got me there. <laughs> Bet you didn't see my Trojan T-Rex with laser cannon mouth and laser eyes coming, did you? Well, well he's got, got me, me there. there. Good episode. Mm -hmm. This is why I got Ferb on my team. <laughs> Shout out if you kind of understood that reference. I feel like the only references we ever make with consistency are Stargazer Lounge, Phineas and Ferb, and Star Wars prequels. Yes. I mean, and the other, uh, the hashtag minor needs and the well, Disney minus. Count. That's not a reference. It's a running joke. gag. Do you mind? We have a visual gag going on here. <laughs> so I have a, I have a question. That's illegal. I know. Do we feel like, by and large, that villains that are somewhat relatable and you can see where they're coming from are better? than those villains that are either evil for the sake of being evil or are just those primordial godly beings that they're almost impossible to stop. I agree with that. I like what Wally did, having the corporation be the true villain all along. Mm -hmm. Because they are, of course, by and large. Yeah. 
I will say that also went through my mind and I, as I said it, but... Capitalized! I need to lowercase that eventually. So, repeat the question because I took it off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Do we feel like those villains that have some amount of sympathy or you can see where they're coming from are in general better than villains that are either just evil for the sake of being evil or those primordial beings that are almost impossible to stop. I think that depends on where the focus of the story is, because if your story is focused around the hero being a hero and having to face a crisis of their own moral code, then a villain that perfectly counters that and shows the other side of the argument would be the best choice. Mm-hmm. But if your story is just an action movie, you don't want to have this needlessly complex villain. You just want to have something to punch. Yeah, that's fair. It also depends on how the character is written. Yeah, because like, a... Take Thanos. He's like evil for the sake of being evil. Sort mm-hmm. of. A little bit. But he has a reason. But he has a reason and a good... It's kind of like a mix of both. But like... Yeah. He's a re- he's... well-written, evil for the sake of being evil character. She's an idealist that is set on making his ideals into reality. And wouldn't you know what he do? And it worked. And then it didn't work. It's very goal-oriented. has worked. You're giving everything away. I know where the poison is. <laughs> but yeah, it's also because the the story did a lot to show Thanos's tragic backstory and how he got set into his way of thinking. With yeah. like, isn't, let me guess, your home? Yes. And it was beautiful. Keyword was. If you throw another moon at me, I'm going to lose it. Majora's <laughs> <laughs> mask to be like... <laughs> Emily, were you there on the Discord when I used the Infinity Gauntlet to throw moon-sized pillows at people? Maybe? Okay. I think I, I remember you telling me about that. This was in early in my time on the SCB Discord. And that's where you got your name Thanos Aaron from. Uh-huh. Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Thanos, in the end, just thought the world needed a nice balance patch. I don't know where that was going. I don't either. Who knows? Not us. Certainly not us. Certainly not those four. (laughs) Why is it when anything happens, it is always you three? Professor, I've been asking myself the same question for six years. (laughs) Half-Blood Prince was not great, but it had its moments. The movie. Now, if they had included... Harry's absolute sass to Snape, it would have become at least five times better. It's, yes. I guess the meme quality really ups a movie because Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. I mean... Revenge of the Sith, is I feel like, is unironically good. I'd say it's... it's unironically not bad. That yeah. I will give you. It's not necessarily good writing, but it, it just has so many memes that it colors people's opinions of it positively because, mm-hmm. ah, I get that. One I understood that reference. Bad, especially two. Yeah, he does not really like to. Attack of the Clones. It's awful. <laughs> At me in the Discord. See, discuss him. What do you think of Attack of the Clones? I think that's going to be the next discussion question. Attack of the Clones, awful or even worse? <laughs> <laughs> Your opinion is invalid. It is terrible. Your opinion is only mine. I reject reality and substitute my own. That sounds like a Lydia-ism, to be honest. Yes, it does. So, I copied something down from when someone asked how to like build up a villain over time, just in terms of a story. 
mm-hmm. and I asked with my very comparatively little experience, but it apparently worked. Oh. So, what I said was, if you're writing a sympathetic villain, it's good to show their devolution over time, while maintaining a degree of, I don't want to do this, but I have to. Mm-hmm. Like, so they feel they have no other option but to do something either to survive or for the sake of someone they care about, or just make them an idealist that has that believes their way is the correct way when it would be so much simpler to do it some other way, but they're never going to get that in their head and wouldn't work in their mind because they are the definitive expert. From there, they can either have their like shame increase until they feel as though they don't deserve a normal life, or just like the temptation of subverting the law too much that they lose themselves. Mm-hmm. And there's like... There's also just your generic, like, sociopaths or psychopaths who just are just insane and are evil for the sake of being evil as a result. The way I, like, would, like, fold them into a story is, like, drop a hint or two that it could be a problem around where the heroes are. Mm -hmm. Because then their sense of justice will make them be like, oh, we have to stop this villain from doing things. Mm -hmm. Even if it's nowhere near us and it might hurt people. But because they might, we have to help out. Heroes are gullible in this regard. Yes. And then, like, what I would have, like, that character be is typically a recurring villain where... A recurring just raccoon? Like... <laughs> no, that's a rocket raccoon. Recurring rocket raccoon. Yep. Say that five times fast. Recurring rocket raccoon, recurring rocket raccoon, recurring rocket raccoon, recurring rocket raccoon, recurring rocket raccoon. Recurring rocket raccoon, huh? Mm-hmm. Illegal. Yes. Denied. <laughs> Rejected. Roblox, 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 Roblox. I cannot do that. <laughs> I barely I'm not could. even gonna I try. I know I can't. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember Roblox. Right? It's a nice computer game. Hmm. You've seen Kansas Against Universe, right? No, I have not watched it yet. This oh. is Soul Aid. Well, that's what that's from. Huh. Shout out if you want to understand that reference. Because watch that movie. It's not bad. It's not as good as the first I just, one. I but... just haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> That's a tough bar to jump fair. over, to be fair. Yeah. Across the second dimension was very good. Facts. So anyway, there are going to be recurring villains. So make them, like, either their style of fighting is too brutal or insane for the heroes to counter, or they're competent enough that even despite that, they can live to fight another day and escape in the end until the heroes finally figure out how to deal with this guy. Dr. Doom insurance. Competent villain? Who's she? Never heard of her. <laughs> think she was one of my exes. <laughs> Yeah, the one with the... Uh, had a evil love. Yeah, this is El Zayd. And then my last quote that I wrote down was just a meme. For big bad evil guys, the generic storytelling. Minions that increase in strength and a generally sound hierarchy don't really go wrong until a group of scrappy and middle to high school age teens step in with the power of friendship and or unreasonably unorthodox weaponry. Yeah. Yeah. Those darn JRPG overlords. And then... I think, can we talk about that one website you found, Jared? We can, although it might be prudent to just throw the link in the reference list so people can figure, find it out for themselves, because it's a very in-depth thing called the Evil Overlord List. Mm-hmm. It's basically a satire on... Uh, like, either villain tropes, as yeah. they were commonly used. It was originally in some Star Trek fan form about things that have been happening in Deep Space Nine, and then it was combined with another list that it was appearing about the same time about James Bond villains, and it's just interesting. Like, when I said heroes are gullible in this regard, that was from a reference to to the list, because the full thing is, if I remember right, when you're talking to the hero, 
on the phone, don't taunt him. Instead, say that your continued persistence and heroism has convinced me of the futility of my evil ways. I will attempt to uh, turn good if you just leave me alone for a few, months. a few months. Heroes are very gullible in this regard. Which is, I mean, true. They see the best in people, usually, unless yeah. they're like this gritty, uh, angsty uh, edgelord. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Rodent person. <laughs> Mighty Mouse. Yeah, that works. <laughs> hmm. I was kind of going for Batman, but, you know, I suppose Mighty Mouse works, too. <laughs> Doesn't he? There's also a man bat. No, he's a villain. You can't do that. Yeah. We can also talk some about, like, the middle ground in between villainy and heroism, the anti-heroes, as it were, who are the on anti-life the... anti-life equation? No, dark side. Now is not the time for the anti-life equation. It's always time for the anti-life I thought you were equation. Thanos, not dark side. I am all the villains. I am, I am all, all the, the heroes. <laughs> and I am Iron Man. Die of the high ground. <laughs> and we're all together. Cuckoo, kachoo. <laughs> Darn it. What else is there? I don't know. Why is it Skywalker was just Endgame, but worse? Endgame without any and of the build-up. less up. time travel. Significantly less time travel. That's a detractor factor. That's a detractor factor. Detractor factor? How to get this? that rhyme. Rhyme time? Yeah. <laughs> it's a Wheel of Fortune clue. No, it's a Jeopardy clue. Minor deets. Hashtag Manardine. It could be both. Mm, yeah. Could it? It's not, but it could be. Yeah. I've seen those categories on both shows. I like game shows. Don't at me. I'm not going to. <laughs> Excellent. I will. Only to say that I like the same thing. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the chaotic good energy. Hey, you. You like game shows? You like game shows, do you, punk? Yeah, well, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jared is just going to walk up to some random person and just do that. <laughs> like, you see an Avatar fan on someone's backpack? Hey, you! You like Avatar, you punk? <laughs> I like it, too. So do I. <laughs> I. I don't usually have what it takes to be aggressive, mostly because whenever I'm outside, I'm usually playing Pokemon Go and not paying attention to my surroundings. They usually warn against that, but I ignore it. <laughs> You're doing great, buddy. Isn't there, like, a warning you have to click that says, pay attention to your surroundings? I'm usually, like, half paying attention. Does that count? Do I get half credit? No. No. I think it just is like, hey, hey, don't drive. <laughs> I mean, that's mostly what it says. But what yeah. if you're playing Shut Up and Drive? Who do you listen to? The game or the song? The song. The Always song. listen to the song. And you put the game Not away. in this case, <laughs> no. You put Pokemon Go while driving. You're a fool. It's like, uh, that me. These two people are in front of you. Who do you hit? That's the brakes. The- you hit the brakes. <laughs> Oh, it just says, do not enter dangerous areas. It doesn't even warn you anymore. It doesn't. Vindication. It's like, eh, you... Have you seen that meme where it's like, you're driving and these two characters are in front of you. Who do you hit? And that's when you see him. Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) And it's like, well, I can't hit this person, so I have to hit this person. It's like, the brakes. You You hit hit the the brakes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that To be fair, the question asks, who do you hit, not what do you hit? Well, maybe it's what do you hit? Are you anthropomorphizing the brakes? Yes. Well, that's good because that's the best option. Stares in confusion. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just most of this episode, to be fair. Emily hurt herself in confusion. <laughs> Always.
Mm-hmm. This is LZ. So. So. Final thoughts? Felt? Question mark? Question mark? Any last words, hero? Uh, yeah. You can find the podcast. <laughs> 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 Get you that final hero, blood hero before was... you just kill the hero. <laughs> like, any last words, hero? Yes. You can, you can Please like and subscribe on... for more heroism. <laughs> 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 for more heroic exports, rude. It's radical. The best part is the villain is subscribed to that channel. It's like, wait, that's you? I didn't realize. I'm going to be on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) I want to write this now. Do it. (laughs) I'll put it in the reference list. Just an entire like series. AU. Yes. Or one shot. That's what it is. Make make a little AU channel just for Jared (laughs) to put this in. To be fair, the last time I had control of the reference list, I included some geek heretics lore. That's what's going to go to the Night Gazer Lounge. The geek heretics will rise up from the Night Gazer Lounge. That's where they meet every other Thursday. They can't go on a Wednesday or a Sunday because that's too cliche. Exactly. Actually, wouldn't like Mondays or Fridays be make more sense? Mm. Don't think about what makes sense. I guess that does go off-brand for me. Exactly. That's, that's OOC for me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway. Do we have any final thoughts about villains? If this was the hero episode, I'd say don't be a Mary Sue. But uh, if you're a villain, do be a Mary Sue. Actually, that could... Like, remember that story I was telling you about? The villain is kind of a Mary Sue. Uh, you're going to need to be, be a bit more specific. You tell me about a lot of stories. That's true. The The first book of the editors, the villain. Oh, that one. Yeah, I still don't remember that. The one that I haven't written yet and likely never will. Yes, that one. R.I.P. My productivity, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, Felt that. The big plan. I'm all over, all over the, the big, big plan. plan. So let's go do, do that. that. Pop quiz. Everyone tell me you are part in the big plan. You never gave us our part. Watch your step, my evil minion. You presume too much. One of these days, you'll go too far. I ha- we had to include that reference in. Wait, so tell me your part in the big plan. The minute his head comes into view, hit it with the rock! <laughs> My way's not very sportsmanlike. <laughs> Hashtag that movie is one of the most horrible things in existence. Don't at me. Yes. Why would I at you when you're spitting straight facts? Well, you could just tell me, Hey, yo, you like the Princess Bride, you punk? <laughs> so do I! <laughs> I feel like I stole this from a vine where Maybe. this old man walks up to, like, uh, Wendy's kind of like, Hey, you! Who made this chicken? Who made this chicken? This is the best chicken I ever had! <laughs> I feel bad for all the headphone users that just hear Jared screaming. Why do you listen to our podcast with headphones? I take the volume and lay down in post. Jared screams. <laughs> yeah. I have to bring down my own volume a lot in post, I realize. You're doing great, buddy. Just don't listen to our podcast with headphones, ever. Or don't listen to our podcast, ever. No, do listen to no, our podcast. No, do listen ever. to the podcast. I was trying just... reverse psychology, bro. Maybe it'll work this time. Maybe we'll get more viewers by telling them not to. It's like, not like I like your podcast or anything, idiot. Pocket. <laughs> you will spread our podcast to all our to all your friends. No, they want the... <laughs> this is old Zayn. Alexa played Depresso. Well, uh, I think we hit pretty close to the 50% content. 50% oh, I think we went over 50% tangents. Well, at least it's not like, I guess we're like compensating for the other two, because it was like exactly. 80-20 content versus tangents, and here 
we just had all our tangents stored up, and we released them in one concentrated burst of energy, mm-hmm. otherwise known as the supernova. That's because we only we all only have one brain cell collectively. <laughs> we do, and it really likes tangents. Brain cell, use hyperbeam. <laughs> brain cell, brain. Well, uh, thank you all for listening to this wild episode. I think we talked about villains. You should have strapped yourselves in. It was a bumpy ride. It's going to be a bumpy ride tonight. Hmm. Boom, gunpowder, music yep. gets louder. Um, you can find the podcast on Twitter at PodGeekOrthodox and, and on, on Instagram, Instagram at GeekOrthodoxPod. You can find me on Twitter at AaronTheAvatar, A-V-A-T-A-R. Jared, where can they find you? At P-T underscore N-S-T-L-G-I-A. No lowercase. I capitalized on that. Wait, wait, wait. Last time I was here, Jared couldn't be found. What changed Jared your mind? Jared can be found now. What? I'm leaving hints to my presence as to like lead the heroes into a trap. But don't tell anyone <laughs> I said that. That's fair. I'll give you um, that one. You sly dog. You caught me monologuing. <laughs> I was going to say, do we tell him this is a public podcast, Aaron? <laughs> no, don't tell him. All right, this is a public podcast? Well, darn. I'm going to do five minutes on airline food before we get started. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you to the Jeopardy Jeopardy Comedy Comedy Hour. Hour. (laughs) I'm going to need to send you this clip. Please. Put it in the reference list. (laughs) Yeah. All right. um, Emily, Emily, where where can can they they find you? you? Where in the world is Carmen (laughs) Sandiego? On Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is Emily... Hoffman 17 and Instagram is Emily Hoffman 16. If you can't find it, probably just reverse the numbers because I don't remember any of my stuff. <laughs> oh, yes. Emily Hoffman very, 61 and 71. Various permutations of those numbers. Emily exactly. Hoffman 61 and 71 and 6,711. <laughs> I meant just switch the 16 and the 17, but go off, Jared. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah. You're secretly a dragon in disguise. You're 6,711 years old. Obviously. Aaron, why did you tell him? Come on. That was our secret, Aaron. Cheese. <laughs> I didn't tell him. He's just too good at Among Us. <laughs> I am not. You take that back. I'm not Jake. <laughs> Jake is very good at Among He's Us. He's unnervingly good at any game he tries. and I, We're just yes. catching up. <laughs> Jake is a Mary Sue when it comes to games. <laughs> That's fine. Let's find out what Emily's actual handles are. I, I like how you're going to look it up. <laughs> It's the mandatory Google break. Twitter <laughs> edition. So it's Emily Hoffman 17 on Twitter and... Presumably 16 on Instagram. And 16 on Instagram. I had it right, I think. Yes, it is 16 on Instagram. 90% sure yes. I had it right. <laughs> that is correct. Woo! Well, I didn't have it left, so that's good. Good job, Jared. Good job. Now you need to make Emily Hoffman uh, 6,711 for what random social media. <laughs> It's perfect. Or 1167. Get those uh, Battle of Hastings memories. <laughs> That's uh, 1066. Minor details. Hashtag minor deets. I can't. I can't. I can't time. You know that. Time is an illusion. Lunchtime <laughs> doubly so. What's time? Who's um, she? Also in the Never spice cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> it's next to the uh, parsley sage and rosemary. There we go. Finally got that Scarborough Fair reference in. Always. Actually, that implies the existence of a Scarborough Unfair, which is a race where all the horses cheat. You heard me. All I heard horses. you. All it doesn't ho- make sense, but I heard you. They all cheat. I don't know how they do it. 
But every time he moves, there's attack. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> Bernie. Don't Bernie me. This little rat is guilty. You and your son can go now, Mrs. Parr. You're letting him get away? He's guilty, I tell you. Guilty. You, you can, can see, see him with a smug little look face. on his face. You can see on a smug little face. Guilty, I say. Guilty. That's what it is. I've seen that movie too many times. I'm I can't just impressed you can quote it. <laughs> Incredibles and uh, Princess Bride are the two movies that I can quote, quote with best. freakish accuracy. Oh, and uh, Avengers. That's fair. Well, yeah. Any last thoughts on villains? They're bad. Literally. That's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> bad but lovable. Be Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Or yes. Dr. Doom, because he's actually a competent ruler of his country and also kind of a Mary Sue. Or yeah. Loki, Doctor then you Do- get to be Doctor all Doom sassy. Doctor Doom OP, please nerf. Doctor Doom is kind of OP, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Well, Evelyn, thank you for coming yeah. hold on. Hold on, hold on. What? So that means the best the best evil scientist in existence would be Doctor Doom in Schmertz. No, I think... Comedically good no, at his job, I but think, also frighteningly competent. No, I think that would just be an average villain. Like, Doof's incompetence would no. cancel out with Doom's competence. No, no, no. It would. he has freakish luck, honestly. He has freakish luck and a lot of funding, so he'd be able to create so much evil, but have it inadvertently do good. Like, I have to send... Uh, put in the reference list a uh, ProZD... Another ProZD video, where it's... Uh, a villain can only... Inadvertently does good things. It's hilarious. Like, he fires his death ray at the hero, and it fixes his shoulder. <laughs> Love that. And that's, and that's only one of the few things. Like, it's great. I'll put it in the reference list. Excellent. Which you can find in our Discord that you can join in the show notes. We need to create a room in there that's called the Night Geezer Lounge. What would we use it for? The Geek Heretic Uprising every Thursday. No. Just because you do not wish it to happen doesn't mean it will not be so. It will not be so. But please? You don't have those powers. Not yet. And it's not possible to learn this power. So you're saying don't try it? Yes. Can't mods add in channels? What? Can't mods add in channels? Um. Yes. I'm not a mod though, right? You are a mod. Oh. (laughs) So am I, buddy. Let me look at... (laughs) Hold on, let me check my channel permissions. I think I did this properly. I, I can create a channel, yes. You can. I don't think Jared can. I like how you trust me more than your brother. Um, <laughs> apparently he can. <laughs> oh yeah, there, there's the managed channels, but... Okay, I think I gave you the managed channels permission so you could edit channels. Probably. Let me just quickly add this channel. Oh no, Jared already did it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that. I know I have the power to stop this. <laughs> but you're so not going to. <laughs> Can I not? I can't move channels around on my phone. This is so sad. Can you fix that, please? Where would I put That's it? Probably. Just move it up one. No. There. Yes. Excellent. That makes me happy. All right. Well, that's going to be cut in post, obviously. On this, apparently, in this episode, we started a coup. Jared started a coup. But it's top secret plan, so don't tell anyone. All right, bet. (laughs) (laughs) All righty, then. Thank you for joining us, and we will geek out with you next time.